It's episode 671 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Good to be back. Good to be back now, Lozzie. Yeah. Uh, short and sweet, this uh, end of week uh, pod- Podski. Well, really, there is no week in Podland, is it? No so week in Podland, as no they say. <laughs> yes, no weekends in podcasting, that's right. No holiday pay. Now, Lauren. Yeah, or indeed any pay. Yes. Not to get paid. That's that's our decision. That's our choice. Our decision. We keep fighting them off at Podcasting Authority, but we say no. Always trying to pay us, aren't they, Stu? uh, Shoving money down our throats. And we say no. I'm copying it back up. We answer to no man or woman. Or woman. Very well done. Now. Yes. But that could be a big mistake because uh, I think I've got a Mm. case, Lauren Clark. Yes. Of the uh, New Year Blues. Uh, oh, haven't Anna. we all? Like everyone I talk to at the moment is feeling like this. Really? Yes. This is wow. a huge thing. Everyone's sort of like, I think because you have all this hope that the New Year is going to be, mm. I don't know. It's like remember, future you, remember? Uh, future you. It's like future you is going to be amazing and sort everything out and be. Better and the, fit and rich. Oh, uh, and future you then turns into present you. Which is you know, which is affected by past you, which was on a five day bender on uh, Monday. You know what well, I mean? Well, they like, they actually come to end in two days. I'm actually, and I'm saying this without a yeah. word of a lie. Here we go. Get your ding ready, everyone. Yeah. No, no, get your ding ready. Uh, <laughs> giving away the grog. Ding. No, I well without no, no seriously, like give it for the foreseeable future. That's meaning quite a few months at least. Wow. If not forever. But you've um, done that before. You've done quite a few months before. Oh, yeah. Did a few weeks at the start of last year, you know, six weeks. But uh, no, I, I've realised that, right. you know, that whole definition of insanity, if you, you know, you, you, or madness, whatever it is, if you keep repeating the same thing, expecting the outcome to be different. Right, yeah. This is where I'm at with life. And that's why. Uh, yes. Not only because, as we declared the other day, it's it's the... 2018 is the year of good finance and good health, right? Mm, yes. Uh, and I have to make major changes, and one of which, Lauren yeah. Clark, yes. is giving up on dreams. And the dream oh, of... No, true story. <laughs> this is so sad. Well, it's not sad. You should see it as like the caterpillar emerging from his cocoon because it's going to be a stupid caterpillar was in his uh, cocoon. Yeah. Oh, her cocoon. Yeah. My, I'm talking about me, so it's his I think, cocoon. I think you're okay. I own the cocoon, right? <laughs> and, yeah. And anyway. a specific cocoon and that's okay, yeah. What, well, what is a female caterpillar called? Right. Ca- a caterpillar. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I get oh a job writing bonbon God. jokes. Yeah, that think? was terrible. That was what a total bonbon joke. Oh, oh you didn't like that. God, no. It I may even exist not. as a bonbon joke. I People can't come up with genius like Yeah, you can't come up with genius like that. must be in the subconscious somewhere. Yeah. For, <clears throat> no that one is that uh, comedically genius. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Donald Trump now. <laughs> and anyway. Yes. I was a very stable genius. Yeah. The thing is, uh, giving up on the dream. The dream, well, not the dream, but what I thought was reality. And the, and the reality is... I'm not going to have any sort of meaningful career at this stage of my life. You're such now, such a fool. Anyway, but, yeah. But, but when one can acknowledge that, it takes off the such... shackles. And so I am preparing now okay. to start applying because I still freelance. Thank you, Lauren Clark. But that's just become quite tough at the moment. Right. The work itself stuff. And I just can't see myself making enough to keep a roof over my head. 
So, and my housemates, for that matter. It's not fair that I send the housemate off the coal mines every day and, I, and I'm not pulling, completely pulling my weight. Right. So what's happening now is I'm going for whatever comes my way. Job and, and career satisfaction are off the table. And if, once they're off the table, you can't lament that. And because you know if what you, what you get pride in is bringing in a load of money and then you can have a nice stable life and to enjoy the things in life. As I was saying to you the other day, boating, fishing, swimming, canoeing, kayaking, mm. those sort of things. And that's where I'll get my pleasure at from, as okay. well as good food and uh, soda water. <laughs> what? Good food and soda water, as the saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd probably say that. At, uh, I was looking at a website the other day because it was linked to an article I read about, oh, yes, it was about sex, uh, sex while sober. Um, oh. And how uh, drinkers yeah. uh, who who have uh, probably been sexually active uh, uh, go hand in hand with their drinking career, a lot oh. of them realise that once they go sober, they've never really had sex sober. Right. So it becomes a daunting thing. It becomes like they're doing it new again and they be, they become uh, self-conscious. They don't have that bravado that one may have with a, a few under the belt or, you know, um, the, the uh, trailings of the next morning. And so... It, it it's a new thing. Anyway, in this article, yes, uh, they listed a website called I think it was Soberistas, and I I just oh. linked, I clicked on the link, but you can bet there's it, a whole community of people that uh, talk about stuff like this after giving away the booze, right. and but I couldn't really access any of it because I'm not a member of it, so and I wasn't about to sign up. <laughs> anyway, yes. but. That this is how people probably talk on, on, on chat shots like that, is my right, point. Right, they, right, you know, right, good right. food and soda water. Good Whereas I've identified, I've identified good alcohol-free beers and also yeah. identified a restaurant in Melbourne yeah. that uh, sells alcohol-free beers. The only one I've, I've located so far. In fact, last year when I was on the uh, health kick and I didn't drink and stuff, I yeah. uh, rang ahead to a couple of places and asked if they minded if I brought my own alcohol-free beer. Even though it wasn't a BYO place, right? And no one seems to have a problem with that. I know an old bloke, Desi. Uh, he's in his eighties, mm. and he gave away the sauce uh, probably in his seventies after he fell down a flight of steps and thought, "This is no good." Yeah. And he he takes them everywhere he goes. He takes them to official functions at football club, like right. Crown, you know, Richmond Football Club type functions, or uh, and everyone just knows that he brings them down. It's no drama. So I could be like a Desi type. Mm. I don't know what how we got into this. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you, 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 you know, the definition of madness is if you continue to uh, repeat the same processes and you're expecting a different outcome, then yep. you're off your rocker. Right. Hmm. I actually don't think what that's quite the analogy your situation uh, requires. I think your situation is managing XP, man- is XP management again. XP well, that's right. Management. And I've, I've just lulled them completely. That's the point. I have right. lulled the XPs yeah. to... B- bargain basement. We're in the Myers basement here now on Berg Street. And, you know, the only there is way no, is up. There is no bargain basement anymore. Isn't there? No. It's a place called Da Basement, which is where they sell like, like they play incredibly loud music and sell like teenage stuff. You've got to and be kidding. when the jackpot used to work there. In the toy section. Yeah, in the toy section. 
Um, he he said uh, that there was a staff all email that went around and it said, it, when, this is when the basement opened, which by the way was about 10 years ago. You were so Duh. far behind the times. <laughs> but anyway, and he and the group all email, or you know, the whole staff email said, um, welcome to our new crazy staff with the you know amazing in the basement, yo and stuff. And they've oh got things God, like you know it? pretend DJ like thing in there and stuff. You know, anyway. When it said, um, but it was trying to sort of maintain the usual corporate professionalism, but also mm. like acknowledge have fun safely you know and Mm -hmm. the there was an actual line that um that read as follows staff are encouraged to boogie (laughs) (laughs) but not too close to one another and the jackpot was like you guys just don't get it (laughs) not not quite that's the youth culture isn't going to you can't kind of invent it in the middle of maya and have it work anyway uh, why are we talking about the bargain basement? Oh, because that's, that's where your, my expectations yeah. are. They're in Myers bargain basement, right. which is now now my expectations are in the basement. But yeah. it, I mean, <laughs> they're not only low, they're funky. And so <laughs> feel free to criticise. And um, the and that's what I'm saying. I'm actually doing what you told me to do, expectation management. So rather than reach for the stars, yeah. I'm uh, taking the escalator down as far as I can go. And that way, if you know you're down there, <clears throat> what the expectation is, you know what, if I do this job, say I'm unloading trucks with a forklift, yeah. if I do that job, the end of the week I can uh, load up the boat and go out for a great day's fishing and potentially catch a lovely uh, dinner for my housemate myself and, and it's an ends to a means. And it well, means what we, I think is this is fantastic because it will make you do whatever you need to do next, but I also think that it's a wonderful thing that you use the escalator metaphor because you don't actually know how to use an escalator. <laughs> and I suspect <laughs> that the escalator may just turn around and head up any time it likes with you on it, complaining and pretending to use your phone. <laughs> so you continue whatever makes you feel better about what you need to do to get mm. by in life, but I don't buy this whole... I've bought out of, I'm not, I just know to any. I'm cashing out. Yes, so not. You think but I'm becoming a person. I'm becoming, well, you know, I'm, I'm becoming. glad you're becoming a person. Responsible. That's good. Yeah, 2018, 2018 is a year of good health, good finance and responsibility. God, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> what, responsibility meaning, uh, you know, look, I, 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 um, so I, I, I sound like a bloody narcissist, but. Yesterday, well, it's actually this morning, I woke up with my $55 million Powerball ticket. Yeah. And looked at the newspaper online and it said, one person's won $55 million. They're in Victoria. It's an unregistered ticket. Tats Lotto was saying, go and check your ticket. We're not releasing the area yet. Just check your ticket if you got one. And mm-hmm. I thought, this is it. I've done it. <laughs> the, it wasn't my time, but it's all right. And I didn't win. And I had high expectations. I had high expies, mm. as you would say. Mm. And when I checked and noticed that the number 12, which was the Powerball, did not exist on my ticket, my expectation and my gut dropped. And I knew, well, this isn't it. 55 mil wasn't me today. And oh, I've got to get real about life. Yeah. And although I will win Powerball one day. I can't I believe you it. believe that. You know, the odds are like... 
I can't remember what the odds are, but they're insanely. Well, lethal. you know what? The guy that died uh, today or yesterday by being bit within an hour of being bitten by a brown snake probably had higher odds of knowing that he was going to die in his 20s while protecting his dog from mm. a small little bite on the end of his finger this. from a brown snake, right? Oh. What sort of odds are they? Oh. So, you know, life is full of odds. Totally. I, actually, totally agree with that. And that's where I've – my head's been there for the last whatever, you know, this year, last year. Um, I totally agree. And, you know, like trying to second guess everything and try and get the right answer and all that crap, nah. Just just live your life and, you know, be sensible whenever you mm. like, you know, do it right, Don't whatever harm your others. version of right is. But mm. yeah, do not be harm. a humanist. Oh, Stuart, this is interesting. All right. So what are we gonna can we have a, like a check back, like a report sure. in or So what do you want to report in on? I don't know. The happiness um, meter. The happiness meter or what do we measure yeah, what do we measure it by? Because XP management's one thing, but well, mm. you're going to have expectations in your new life. They're just going to be different XPs. Well, I'm just going to be a different person than I thought I was going to be when I was growing up. And I, I said this to you once before that um, about, I gave you my, um, <clears throat> was it uh, a quicksand analogy? Yeah. Where you can't build a house on quicksand and how I, my first 20 or 25 years of adult life it was the um, educational and life experience equivalent of quicksand as mm. far as a foundation would go. Mm. And so uh, I now realise that. So I have to build a smaller house. I mean, my block of land <laughs> is consumed but uh, 90% of a big quicksand pit, right? All right. So on that other 10% of stable ground that I, I have... I like I'm going to collapse under the weight of this metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> on the final 10% of my block of land that is not a quicksand pit, I've got to build a stable yeah. home and use that little bit of maybe something I eked out. There might be something there. Mm. And it, it is the fact that I can actually go into a place and, and, and execute a job at, to instructions and um, not kill anyone. That mm. could be my uh, lot in life. Simple so each man. Week we're gonna I'm not going to be the president of the United States. I, I, I once lament, lamented that fact on, on when I did old media <laughs> that – after watching The West Wing, I, I got all depressed because I realised that I would never become the President of the United you States. You really <laughs> took that personally. I did. But the thing is, you've got, uh. to, you've got to reset. And I've probably, I've, there's, a, there's a very high percentage chance hmm. that I've probably passed the 50% uh, mark of my existence on this planet. So you sort of look at that and say, okay, well, what am I going to do for this remainder? Am I going to just fill it? With um, meaningful experiences and, and uh, you know, ensuring, you know, as, as that article you sent me there about the, the uh, scientist who died and I think that one of the last quotes was everything he did or everything he touched or whatever, you know, he did in life, he yeah. left it in a better shape than it was before he, you know, yeah. he had involvement with it. Yeah. And so if that's the way you're going to live your life for the, for the remainder, stuff like career, when you, when you haven't given yourself the best chance to have a career, and you've, you've got to go, okay, life isn't going to, that's not going to be my life. Right. But my life can still be meaningful and enjoyable and fulfilling. And you've just got to let go of preconceived notions that you might have had as a teenager or realize that the days that we're living now are it. There is no later on. You know, there is nothing. I can say, yes, yes, I'm going to win Powerball. 
But, but your way of saying it is really negative. The way that people like the Buddhists and, you know, oh, again with the Buddhists. say is mm. that, give me the Buddhists. Again with the Buddhists. Well, is that you should enjoy your the moment. And I, I was reading a, That's what an I'm article about to do. that I, pardon? That's what I'm about to do. I keep, I've, I've, well, right. I've viewed life as something totally. that's in the future. Life you know, is this second. This is, this is what this, uh, I read, I was reading an article yesterday, but I got interrupted. And so I, hopefully I'll be able to find it and link it to you, but mm. to everyone on the, on the page. But it, it, there was an article that was about, and I'm, I've read about this before, but it, it was kind of saying it in an interesting way, which is scientifically, um, life is actually not a journey right? Mm. We just turn these things into narratives in our heads. But actually, um, you know, the way and, and your personality, like mm. you, you, the more you look at the science of this stuff, the more existential it all becomes. It's like, well, actually, we're just a collection of all of our experiences in life so far. Mm. That's all we are, really. And we think that, you know, we have these beliefs and we're this, we, we have this sense of identity Mm. Um, but, but all of that is, is a kind of, um, putting together everything into a sort of story format for ourselves that makes sense of things, but it also gives us all of these false expectations that, yeah, things are going to change. We're going to change things that will in the future, you know, and that's one of the things like a movie, you know, and it doesn't sometimes. Well, and that's one of the things that I think. You know, there's been this thing of, oh, Oprah for 2020. And there's been a lot of criticism of that, thank goodness, because, I mean, whatever you think about Oprah, um, that idea that you can just, anyone watching at home, you can be whoever you want to be. No, you can't. There are structural inequalities built into the system to prevent you from doing that because you are a little black girl at home in your, you know what I mean? Like the she Republicans. That's the, that's the message. That's right. And, and, and in fact, there are all these kind of snake oil, you know, um, charlatan types that she's had on her show encouraging people mm. in the belief, which I actually don't, I do think is damaging that all they've got to do, and this whole idea of like willpower, and all you've got to do is overcome try, this, yeah. and, and and kind of show up, and either you're amazing or you're a failure. Uh, you know that dichotomy is really dangerous, and it is what's creating um, a generation of narcissists. And it's it, the, narcissism is incredibly dangerous because what narcissism means isn't I love myself; it's mm. I uh, have no empathy for anybody else. Okay. I just don't have it. It's just hardwired into me not to have that. So I, I and think isn't it also I deserve like I deserve yeah better like if, you know I'm more special. You know it's for yep. some, for some so reason was, I've been touched with the lucky stick and I deserve this and I'm going to stand on anyone else's career or lives yeah. to get there and also uh, manipulate I've everyone been told around us. My entire life. So there was an article in the paper the other day about uh, the daddy princess. Uh, did you see that? No. So there's a study, and it's a little study, but it's um it it, it confer all these scientists were saying, yep, this confirms exactly all these other things that we've been saying. That if that people blokes who mm -hmm. who who princess their little girls and say, oh come on, princess, yep, yeah, come over here, your daddy's princess and stuff. What they do, and they don't let them um be, they don't encourage them to be physical and get dirty and yell and they didn't okay. it, all those things are encouraged in boys but they're not encouraged in girls and 
um, that means that girls develop this thing where they have to try and be a princess all the time. They have to try and get approval uh, from men particularly. They have to try and they're, they're always – there is a kind of version of them that they're trying to live up to their whole mm. lives and it's that you're the best, you're fab fabulous but only in this way and only if you do these things. And the link from the daddy princess um, set up to family set up to anxiety has been established in this oh, thing. Oh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, I, it, I just think all of that, like that, all of those things, we can't help it. We're hardwired to tell stories and, and like tell ourselves stories about, and in a way I find it really helpful because I, it, it, if I ever want to get something done, I find a bit of a narrative of, me you know achieving things to actually i find it quite motivating okay but it's also well, quite damaging if your own not, narrative you find motivating well no so if you do something like right i'm gonna get fit yeah and then on monday you do this and on tuesday you do that and then on wednesday you do that and then on thursday you do that, like that those are the narratives that we're talking about and that then you do feel like a total hero do you know what i mean and yeah. actually that whole that whole like you've used the word twice now, but that dichotomy between the two extremes mm -hmm. is very um, unhelpful in lots of ways. And it's actually a false thing that we set up ourselves. Anyway, I'm probably not expressing myself very well, but yeah. <laughs> well, G giggles. <laughs> back to the bargain basement. That's, I mean, yeah. And, and there you go. Look, this has actually been quite a positive uh, um, therapy session. I thank you, Lauren Clark, because, uh, you know, I, I will leave this podcast a in a, a more positive mental state than I, than when I joined it. So I think, if anything, if you can take that from anything, you've got to yes. look at the positives. It doesn't mean everything has to be good, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, didn't, you said yesterday you didn't have the best day yeah. and that sometimes you just don't have the best day and no. that's just normal, isn't it? That's right. It totally and, uh, is. And, and when we realise that there are ups and downs, but when the downs start outweighing the ups, it's when you've got to make some changes. Yep. Changes are, are coming. Yep. The, uh, the times they are uh, changing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Lauren as Clark, you said to me, yes, yes. as you said to me, uh, every day can't be a, wi a winner. Is that what it was? Every day something can't be a winner or something like that. It made me mm. feel like, yep, totally. Just write that one off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's so early in the, in the year too. So we, That's we, it. It's, it's not all gold. And look at the weather today. We're supposed to be in summer. It's raining. It's terrible. That it's not. I love it. There's, there's more good weather on the horizon. There are more good days uh, in life on the horizon, and we just have to grab them with both hands and enjoy them when they come. Now, Lauren Clark, yeah. how does the AMA get in contact with us to perhaps <laughs> get us to speak in front of their members? <laughs> they can find us at Stupidly Big. Stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can find a rating and a review segment where you can give us five to 20 stars. And, I like that idea. Uh, also a review. We, we definitely love reviews and we love hearing from our listeners. We've been in contact a lot over the last little while. Your um, first awesome. podcast of the year was very divisive. Lots of people loved it. Lots well, of, of course, the Bibbenheimer didn't it. like it. And then other people, <laughs> my people, not Lauren's people, were there. They were no, there I think my people quite liked it too. Stu Farrell, mm. we will uh, see you anon. Don't know when, but... Well, who um, knows? We don't have weekends. We just float. We just float now. But if you do have weekends, enjoy it. That's it. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Uh, bye bye.